Hey, thanks so much for checking out the podcast once again here at the Borders 105.7 Triple M. It's Lou and Al for breakfast. Although today in this podcast form, it's just my good self. Picture this, we're getting through the uh, Queen's birthday long weekend. And Your Majesty, thank you so much for the day off on Monday. I really, really appreciated the uh, the sleep in. I think everyone that got that public holiday Monday certainly appreciated that. Uh, but uh, towards the back end of that day leading up to Tuesday, that's when Lou sent me a text and said, I'm so sorry, I've done my back while walking. It hurts to walk, it hurts to move. All I can do is lie on my back and take painkillers at the moment. So she's been out of action for the last few days and hopefully we'll be back very, very soon. Exactly when, not sure. I'm not a medical professional, nor do I play one on TV. But before we know it, the team should be good to go. In the meantime, thanks so much for checking out some of the big highlights this week. And one of my personal faves had to be the big chat I had with Dave Gleason from the Screaming Jets and, of course, the Angels. Back on your radio, your listener app, weeknights from 7. He's got a show on Triple M, Triple M Nights with Gleason. And we had a big catch-up session involving not only what he's enjoying about the show, but being back on tour, touring around and getting through a bout of COVID at the moment. I have. I'm right at the end of it, the rotten thing. I did real good to escape it. I mean, I've been on the road since probably the, the second week of January. Yep. Travelling all over the country, and then, uh, yeah, last week it uh, got its spiky little uh, claws into me. <laughs> That's it. That's it. So you've been isolating. You've been keeping yourself busy, and uh, I think the last time we chat, it took you, what, what did you say? I think you, when you were mowing, you told me that it took like four and a half hours. Have you been yeah, mowing yeah, again? Yeah. <laughs> lucky lucky enough, uh, there's been no mowing for the last couple of months because of the summer months, but um with all the rain that everyone's had, we're getting it too. So I was looking at it yesterday thinking, yeah, you're going to be waiting for me very, very soon. <laughs> hey, uh, welcome back to Triple M Nights. It's awesome to have you back on our radios and our listener apps too. It's kind of like uh, the mob though. You, you know, you can check out, but you can never leave because you and Triple M have had <laughs> such a big, long association together. Yeah, definitely. It's been probably uh, 25 years uh, since I was first called into Sydney Triple M to uh, to fill in for the late, great John Kennedy, Ratso Kennedy. He was a, an amazing guy, a little bit like our own Howard Stern, he was. Yep. Um, and, yeah, so off and on I've been uh, involved for all those years. It's been unreal. I, I love the holy house of the M's. I remember you were also in contention for the very first time, or at least one of your, your show reiterations. Uh, you were up for a radio award, and I think, uh, was it Ella Hooper from Killing Heidi that pitched you at the post? Oh, it was terrible, you know. I've I'd never been really nominated for an award before, personally. Um, and so, yeah, we get there, and, and Ella Hooper won, God bless her, and, and deservedly so. She's an amazing uh, presenter and that. But then they said, oh, hang on, hang on. This was uh, one in a joint category. There was two winners, and I said to be wife, oh, maybe I'm in. No, nah, Maddie Johns. Thanks a lot, Maddie. <laughs> Like, Matty didn't have enough awards already. He's uh, won a bloody premiership. Maybe this time around, you know, there's there's always next year's, they like to say, in the, in the footy terms of things. <laughs> but, of course, uh, when, when you're talking about a, a show that's all about the music, you have so much life experience to draw from. So many amazing adventures, so many tours under your own belt, let alone with other artists. And, of course, uh, plenty of time with both Screamy Jets and the Angels, so you're never short of something to talk about. Well, that's right, and um, and the good thing is I'm I'm still a fan of music. I'm not kind of an old cynic or anything like that. So, so when I get to talk to Slash or Liam Gallagher or Dave Grohl and that, I'm as excited as um, <laughs> it's amazing. But 
I mean, when I did speak to Dave Grohl, it was just absolutely riddled with technical difficulties. <laughs> and I ended up, in a five-minute interview, I got to speak to him for about a minute and a half, but um, he was very gracious, as you'd expect from the uh, from the great man. So, yeah, I, I really love that side of it. And, uh, you know, getting to ask questions that, um, you, like, if you're backstage, I'm not going to be going, oh, yeah, so tell us about your new album, you know. Um, you know, I'm going to be trying to be cool like everyone else backstage. But on radio, I can kind of ask the questions that um, you know that I really want the answers to, and hopefully, it gives um, gives the, the, the listeners a bit of an insight into into how what, what I love about music. Yeah, absolutely. Anyone on that big list of yours that you haven't chatted to yet, but you're thinking, oh, look, I've put the feelers out. I reckon I'm going to nail them soon. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's a few. There's um, like I'd love to speak to Axel. I mean, yep. I was a huge. Huge fan of Axel in the day, but I know he's uh, he's not very big on interviews. Um, Slash is much more um, forthcoming. Um, yeah, there's a few. I actually went into the studio a couple of weeks ago and uh, and interviewed uh, Richard Clapton oh. and uh, and some one of the young guys who worked there thought I was interviewing Eric Clapton. <laughs> <laughs> Close. So, so after I'd finished with Richard, he's like, so are we doing Eric now? And I was, no, I was like, no, that was Richard Clapton. He goes, oh, are they related? I'm like, no, they're not related. So, so I'm bringing a bit of education to the studio oh, as well. Jeez. <laughs> That's, that doesn't surprise me. It scares me, but it doesn't surprise me, unfortunately. Jeez. <laughs> I'm sure, look, I'm sure that's not the first time that Ralph and Eric have been confused for brothers. No, so. absolutely not. And they're both, I mean, I don't know, I'd, I'd, I'd pit Ralph's songwriting skills above Eric's any day, I think. <laughs> <laughs> so you've got the night show going on and you're back in action coming up tonight from 7. We're looking forward to that on the radio and listener app. But of course, uh, you've also got a big celebration. The All For One 30th Anniversary Tour Reloaded is on. 30 years of this fantastic album. Does it feel like three decades or is it still as fresh in your mind as it was when the uh, when you got in and recorded it? It's bizarre because uh, even after all the kind of self-inflicted harm I <laughs> exposed myself to, I do remember uh, very vividly what was going on in the studio and stuff and pretty well nothing I can talk about here. No. But uh, it, was, it was a great... I reckon it was 11 days that we were in Paradise Studios and then another week that we were in at Rhinoceros Studios. So uh, as, a, as a bunch of kids from Newey coming down and getting into these studios, at, you know, the Oils and In Excess and Tizzle and all the big bands that recorded in, it was just an absolute kind of mind um, thing. Yes, <laughs> <You know? laughs> that mind to, thing, yeah. <laughs> to see all their gold records on the walls and stuff like that and think, wow, we're in, we're in the, the, the presence of greatness right here. Wow. That, that is phenomenal. And big tour uh, on the back of that, the, the huge celebration. Yeah. Uh, once you're back on your feet, of course, you've only got a couple of days to go, but are you loving the fact that you can get out there and, and get back to what you were doing now that we've gone through two years of hardship for the live music scene? Oh, you bet. I mean, uh, yeah, since, so since January, we've been uh, we've been out there crossing the country. The only place we haven't been to is Western Australia because of old Knackers McGowan. <laughs> Actually, we did go. We played there the, uh, the, the night before the grand final, or the night of grand final last year. Oh, there we year. go. So we got in there for one. But, uh, yeah, yeah, to be going all over the country again and full crowds and everyone, everyone's so appreciative of the fact that they're able to get out and see live music again. And, uh, you know, a lot of young people coming along to the shows now who have uh, probably... Well, not only the, the the kids, but grandkids of some of our, our <laughs> earlier fans are coming along to the show. So yeah, it's great. It's great to uh, to know that 
everyone's back on the same page with the uh, with the live music thing. Yeah, that is awesome. Well, plenty going on in your camp, Gleeso, and we appreciate your time this morning on the show. And, of course, we're going to catch you again uh, tonight from 7, like I said, Triple M Nights, with the one and only Dave Gleeson, 7 to 10 each weekday. Plus, you can catch him on Listener, too, so plenty going on there. Gleeson, always fun to catch up, mate. Uh, hopefully, you're awesome. feeling better soon. And uh, hopefully, we get to see the Jets, the Angels, yourself, any one of your many, many incarnations around the uh, Albury-Wodonga border soon enough. Absolutely, mate. Yeah, let's all uh, everything's firing up, and the Jets are working on a new album, and um, yeah, so there's there's plenty of stuff in the works that means we'll be able to tour for the next couple of years for sure. So Excellent. we'll definitely be getting there. Sometimes in life, the gods smile upon you, my friends. You got that right. My dangling TV talk with Steve Mulk. Mulkey, a very good morning to you. It's the Alan Mulk Show. It is the Alan Mulk Show, and it's great to have you on board. Uh, just before we get into your latest offerings, why didn't you warn me about, or maybe you did, maybe I just completely dismissed it, but the first few episodes of The Boys, why did you not give me a heads up that it was ah. some of the most traumatic TV I've ever watched? Because that is exactly why you need to just watch it and not be told that it is some of the most traumatic TV you'll ever watch. I mean, amazing, and I loved it, but there are some scenes, especially just in the, even in the first episode, where you just think, what am I watching? Yes, some, some deftly dark comedy, uh, and, and in the boys' universe, it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. If you try to explain an exploding penis to someone, it's not possible. <laughs> really isn't. That's a conversation that you just keep away from the dinner table. But anyway, uh, big week of TV. We're getting set to uh, take in the glory, the glitz, the glamour, the dresses, the outfits, the hosts, the compares, the everything, the 62nd TV Week Logie Awards, and we found out who's performing. That's right. There's some big names lining up, as you'd expect on Channel 9. Jessica Malboy uh, is going to be there. She's, I guess, Channel 7's offering. Yep. Um, Jimmy Barnes will be performing as part of the 30th anniversary of his Soul Deep album. Wow. Um, so he'll have a massive band there playing. And Tim Minchin, fresh off shooting Upright Season 2 for Foxtel, yep. will also perform, and you can guarantee it will, won't be free of controversy. No, no, but he's always fun, though. Like, he has a ball. Absolutely. Always good. Okay, so we're going to see uh, who's going to be a big winner in Grinner coming up at the end of this week, and obviously mm. when we... Check in with you come Monday. You'll have the full lineup of uh, the the victors there. Uh, speaking of things that well didn't really win, Chris Helmsworth's new film Spiderhead. Now I know nothing about this aside from the fact that it's on Netflix. Talk us through it. Yes. So this was filmed during COVID. So filmed in Australia uh, with a couple of great locations uh, playing out, and, and of course a, a studio. It stars alongside Chris. Miles Teller, who features in Top Gun Maverick, uh, playing Rooster, and Journey Smollett. Uh, and the basic premise is that Chris Hemsworth, and if you can swallow this, you'll think the film is great. <laughs> a doctor, not like a, a, a PhD doctor, like a medical doctor who is doing research on patients who are kept in his prison. Oh. Yeah. Really? It's based on a... Yeah, look. It's based on a short story that was published first in The New Yorker, and... It probably would have been a great 45-minute Black Mirror episode. Yep. But at you know, nearly two hours for a film, it's... Oh, I mean, sure. <laughs> Some people might love it and good on them and have a great day. Yep, that's the best review ever. Sure. All right, moving on rather quickly. Uh, 11 brand new episodes, good to go. Mm. One of the favourite kids shows of all time, Bluey. Yes, if you have little people, you will know who Bluey is. If you don't... 
the cutest little animated Blue Heeler dog you've ever seen, living with her Blue Heeler family in a Blue Heeler world in Brisbane. Yep. It is so fun, so full of energy. They're like five, seven-minute episodes, so you can sit down and watch all of them, and trust me, your little people will <laughs> over and over and over again. <laughs> and it's just delightful. Yeah, I have a nephew who's absolutely obsessed with Bluey to the fact that, you know, he loves his Bluey doll, his Bluey clothes. Can we go a few episodes without someone picking on one of the characters, though? Because every so often an article pops up and it's like, oh, people aren't happy about this or, you know, people don't like this particular character for this whatever reason. It's a kid show. Uh, look, Al, I have long maintained that people are idiots. <laughs> a, person, a person is fine, but people, when you get them together, are idiots. Yep. The people that, make, that, that want to criticise Bluey need to be put into a large bag and fired into the sun. It is just energy and joy emanating from the TV screen. And I can't argue with that. Mulkey, amazing work as always. Thank you. And we will check in with you again uh, at normal time coming up next week. Spiderhead. <laughs> <laughs> Look out for it. It's on Netflix. Triple M. Okay, that's it for the podcast once again. Again, thank you so much for checking out our work across the week. Back on your radio tomorrow from 6. More chances to play the Free Money Minute coming up. We've got tickets to the Borderline Music and Arts Festival featuring Barnsley. We'll let you know the next Triple M, Triple Player that pays. Oh, heaps of stuff. Enjoy the rest of your week, won't you? And we'll chat to you soon. The Borders 105.7. This is Triple M. <laughs>